0: The year 2023 is in full swing and it is frequently the case with a new year it comes new tax changes and updates. There are some major tax updates that you need to be aware of for 2023. Specifically, there are some key tax updates in the areas of tax deductions. In this video, I'm going to be breaking down all of the key tax updates for 2023 that you need to know so you can adjust your tax strategy accordingly. So make sure you stay all the way to the end of this video because I'll be going over one piece of information about the 2023 tax deduction updates that you're not going to want to miss. Without further ado, let's dive in. All right, guys, we have to address my very favorite deduction, meal deductions. As many of you might be aware, during the pandemic, for the years of 2021 and 2022, the federal government made meal deduction purchases at restaurants 100% tax deductible. It did this through the Consolidation Appropriations Act, which was signed into law on December 27th of 2020. The main reason why the government made this rule change and allowed business meals purchased at restaurants to be 100% deductible during the year was because of pandemic and restaurants needing the income to survive. The restaurant industry was the hardest hit industry during the pandemic. In fact, more than 110,000 restaurants actually closed down during the year of 2020 alone. It makes sense why this industry would be so affected by the pandemic. I mean, people were trying to avoid being near each other and being in public places as much as humanly possible. Also, the lockdown really limited the amount of people going to restaurants for a period of time. Unfortunately, many restaurants just did not survive, and the government felt that it needed to do something to help the ones that did. So it made business meals for restaurants 100% deductible for 2021 and for 2022. Now, this policy not only helped restaurants by creating an extra incentive for people to buy meals from them, but it also helped people by allowing them to deduct more of their business meal expenses. However, although many people liked the 100% business meal deduction policy, This policy is now over in 2023. That's right. It expired at the end of 2022. So what are the business meal deductions now? Now that the temporary COVID area policy for meal deductions is over, business meal deductions are going back to the amounts that they were in the tax cuts job act of 2017. This means that instead of all business meals purchased from restaurants being 100% deductible, different types of business meals are going to have different deduction amounts. Here is a breakdown of different types of business meals that will be deducted for 2023 and onward. Business meals with clients are now 50% deductible. Office snacks and meals are now 50% deductible. Meals during business travel is now 50% deductible. Meals provided for the convenience of the employer is now 50% deductible. And meals at conferences are now 50% deductible. Meals for company-wide parties are still 100% deductible. Food and beverages given out for free to the public are still 100% deductible. So as you can see, in most cases, the 100% meal deduction has been reduced to 50%. There are still some cases where you can get 100% of meals deducted, but not very many. So the bottom line for deducting business meals in 2023 is that you should expect to deduct about half as much as you could in the year of 2021 and 2022. Now, here are some of the rules for deducting business meals. Now that we've gone over the deduction changes for the business meals, I wanna just quickly go over some of the important rules for deducting meals that you should be aware of too. First, in order to deduct a business meal, the meal cannot be overly lavish or extravagant. For example, if you order a $200,000 bottle of rare wine for a dinner that you're having with clients, And you almost can most likely see yourself finding some IRS trouble down the road because the meal is not considered necessary to the business in the pursuit of income. This is because most likely the IRS would consider this to be an overly lavish or extravagant expense. However, if you order a bottle of wine that just costs a normal amount, then you shouldn't have any trouble deducting this on your meal expense. So essentially don't overdo it with the lavishness, or you could end up not being able to deduct a single dollar for an expensive business meal. Now, the second rule you need to be aware of for deducting business meals is that the business owner or an employee of the business owner must be present at the furnishing of the food or beverages. And number third, the business needs to have an ordinary and necessary business purpose. So if you plan on deducting business meals, just make sure that you're complying with all these rules for business meal deductions. Now, here are some changes in bonus depreciation. In addition to changes in business meal deductions, some significant changes for bonus depreciation are going to be in effect as early as 2023. However, before we go over these changes, let's first quickly discuss what bonus depreciation is. Bonus depreciation is a special tax incentive that allows a business to immediately deduct a larger percentage of the purchase price of a certain type of asset. This is opposed to writing off the cost over a certain number of years due to depreciation. So in other words, with bonus depreciation, a larger percentage of the depreciation expense is written off in the first year as opposed to throughout the useful life of the assets. What type of assets qualify for bonus depreciation? Assets that qualify for bonus depreciation include business assets or property that has a useful life of 20 years or less. This includes business vehicles, equipment, furniture, fixtures inside of your properties, machinery, lands, and buildings do not qualify for bonus depreciation but all of the structures inside of the building will. This is because land has an indefinite useful life and the useful life of buildings is about 27 and a half years or 39 years if it's commercial. Now, you should be aware that some property such as vehicles or cameras are often used both for personal use and for business use. But in order to qualify for bonus depreciation, the property must be used for at least 50% business use. Also, in order to qualify for bonus depreciation, the property has to be placed in service during the tax year. So let's just say you bought a new piece of machinery for your business in 2023. If you didn't start using that piece of machinery until 2024, you would not be able to write off bonus depreciation expense for the item until 2024. Now, here are some of the bonus depreciation changes for 2023. The Tax Cuts and Jobs Act of 2017 that occurred during the Trump presidency allowed bonus depreciation of 100% for all qualified purchases made between September 27th of 2017 and January 1st of 2023. This meant that you could write off 100% of depreciation expense during the first year for all qualifying assets. And many, many, many people took advantage of this rule during the roughly six years that it was in effect. We are past the time when 100% bonus depreciation is in effect. This rule states that bonus depreciation will start ramping down in 2023. So, for 2023, bonus depreciation is going down to 80%. This means you will only be able to write off 80% of depreciation expense for qualifying assets in the first year of use. Does that make sense? And it doesn't stop there. In 2024, the bonus depreciation is going down to 60%. In 2025, it is going down to 40%. In 2026, it is going down to 20%. And finally, in 2027, it will be at 0%. So what does all of this mean for you? Basically, it means that the party is almost over for bonus depreciation guys. Like I'm just going to be straight up. Many people love bonus depreciation because it enables them to get massive tax deductions almost immediately after making large purchases for their business. But now that this deduction is going to be decreasing and decreasing every single year, you'll see business owners start to make different financial decisions about business purchases. But for 2023, you can still use bonus depreciation to deduct 80% of the cost of qualifying purchases for your business. So let's just say, for example, you buy a new vehicle for your business that will be used 100% for business. And let's just say that the cost of the vehicle is $100,000. In the year of 2023, if you claim bonus depreciation on this vehicle, it will result in an $80,000 tax deduction as opposed to a $100,000 tax deduction. And I just want to remind you guys, That you can only deduct business vehicle and expenses in proportion to the amount that you use them for business. So, if you use your business vehicle only 60% for business and the other 40% is for personal, then you're only gonna be able to write off 60% of the 80% as bonus depreciation on your taxes. To understand this, let's just go back to the example of the $100,000 business vehicle, okay? And let's just say that you bought this vehicle this year and you started using the vehicle for business use, but the business vehicle was only being used for business 60% of the time, okay, 60%. In this case, when you spent $100,000, instead of being able to write off 100K or 80,000, you would be able to write off $48,000 using bonus depreciation. This is because $48,000 is 80% of 60% of $100,000. Okay, I'm not trying to confuse you with all this math, but hopefully you can follow me. Luckily, many business purchases are used 100% for business, so it can be a little bit easier to calculate the depreciation deduction when you're buying something that's gonna be 100% used for your business. For example, a lot of business equipment, such as machines or tools, are typically used like 100% by the business. Therefore, 80% of their purchase price is deductible in the year of 2023. For example, let's say you bought a $10,000 farming equipment and this is for your farming business. In this case, you would be able to deduct $8,000 of that purchase price right away. And that's easy math for us to be able to calculate as your tax professionals. But what about when it pertains to rental real estate? What about when it pertains to cost segregation studies? As I mentioned earlier, bonus depreciation does not apply to the buildings because buildings have a useful life that is longer than 20 years. In fact, the IRS classifies the useful life for a residential building at 27 and a half years and a commercial building at 39 years. But within a building, there's usually a wide variety of property and assets. For example, there might be appliances, wiring, lighting, fixtures, carpeting, cabinets, and many of these assets have a useful life of less than 20 years and thus can potentially qualify for bonus depreciation deduction. This is part of the reason why I feel like real estate is one of the best asset classes for tax avoidance. In the world of real estate, something called a cost segregation study is used by real estate investors and tax professionals to separate the cost of all of the actual structure of the building from the other assets inside the building. So I'm separating the structure and I'm separating all of the other assets inside of the building. Once the study is complete, real estate investors use strategies like bonus depreciation to accelerate depreciation and get larger upfront deductions. Now, under the new rule changes, real estate investors will still be able to use cost segregation studies to use bonus depreciation for qualifying assets. However, just like all other business owners, they will now only be able to deduct 80% of the cost for qualifying assets for the year of 2023. So the new rules will affect real estate investors in the real estate industry, just as it's affecting business owners in the business industry. This means that if you are a real estate investor, you will still be able to use bonus depreciation to accelerate your depreciation on your investment property in your building. However, the deduction amount will continue dropping until 2027 when you will no longer be able to take bonus depreciation. This is just something for us to be mindful of so we can start putting together our strategy today. Now, there's another tax credit that i want to talk about here that i've never mentioned before this tax credit is called the employee retention credit or the erc credit and i will be talking about this over the next couple of weeks the employee retention credit which is also known as the erc is a tax credit that was created during the covid 19 pandemic to incentivize business owners to keep employees on their payroll now at the time millions of people were losing their jobs and the ERC was one of the ways in which the government tried to slow down people from going on unemployment. The way that the ERC worked is that business owners who businesses were impacted by COVID-19 could receive a tax credit of up to $5,000 per employee, per quarter, up to $21,000 in the year for keeping their employees during COVID-19. So essentially, the ERC was a way for business owners to save a substantial amount of money during COVID-19 pandemic. However, the ERC, which was created under the CARES Act of 2020 has now expired. This means that if you're a business owner, you will not be able to use the ERC to get tax credits that can help you offset some of your payroll expenses for your employees. However, even though the COVID era employee retention credit has now expired, you can still file for this tax credit if you have not done so already, if you employed people during 2020 and 2021. In fact, for the year of 2020, you have until April 15th, 2024 to file for the ERC and for the year 2021, you have until April 15th of 2025. So yes, that's right, taxpayer, if you have not taken advantage of the ERC credit yet, you can still potentially do so and save yourself thousands or even tens of thousands of dollars and more. The employee retention credit is quite substantial for people who do qualify. So this is definitely something that you don't want to just look over or dismiss. These types of tax credits typically only come during major crises, so you do not want to completely disregard this tax credit. Believe me, these do not come around often. I really want to make sure that you get in touch with my company if you need help with this. The standard deduction is another deduction that will be changing in 2023. If you're not familiar with the standard deduction, it is a deduction that reduces the amount of income on which you are taxed by a specific dollar amount. A large percentage of taxpayers are eligible to take the standard deduction. However, some are not. Here's a list of taxpayers or entities who are not eligible to claim the standard deduction. If you're married, you filed married separately and you have a spouse who itemizes deductions, then you're not able to take the standard deduction. Now, if you're an individual, and you're a non-resident alien or a dual status alien during the year, you're not able to take the standard deduction. If you're also an individual who files returns for a period of less than 12 months due to a change in annual accounting period, you're also not allowed to do the standard deduction. If you're in a state, a trust, a common trust fund, a partnership, or anyone who chooses to itemize deductions on his or her return, then clearly you're not taking the standard deduction. So as long as you do not fall into one of these categories, you should be able to take the standard deduction, which is most people. But you should be aware that the standard deduction amount has changed from 2022. In 2022, the standard deduction amount was $12,950 for single filers and married individuals filing separate. But for head of household, the standard deduction was $19,400. Finally, for married couples, it was $25,900 last year. Here are the new changes for 2023 that you should be aware of. The standard deduction for 2023 for single filers is $13,850. If you're going to be filing head of household, the new standard deduction is going to be $20,800. And if you decide to file married filing jointly, the new standard deduction is $27,700. So unlike some of the other deductions that I mentioned earlier in this video that are vanishing or getting smaller, the standard deduction keeps increasing due to inflation. This is a good thing and it means that you will be able to use the standard deduction to save more on taxes this year now here's the golden piece of information that i promise you because the bonus depreciation deduction amount will be getting smaller and smaller over the next years until it's zero in 2027 this means that you should try to take advantage of it while it still exists so in other words if you have business equipment if you have vehicles machinery real estate that you've been thinking about purchasing, then don't delay these purchases. If you do delay such purchases for too long, then you will not be able to take the advantage of bonus depreciation to write off larger percentages of these assets in the first year that you place them into service for your business. So if you have, you know, the capital on hand to make a real estate investment or you have the capital on hand to purchase some items a little bit sooner rather than later, I'm encouraging you to do so so you get a bigger tax benefit. This doesn't mean that everyone should do this. However, if you are somebody that's a business owner, that's trying to reduce your tax bill. All I'm saying is that if you were planning on buying assets, certain assets for your business in the future, it might make more sense to buy them sooner rather than later. So as long as you can properly afford them, you will receive a bigger bonus depreciation tax advantage. This is something that will only last until 2027. Okay we've reached the end of today's video guys i hope you've enjoyed it and that you have a much better idea of what to expect for 2023 as it pertains to your tax deductions Deduction rules have a habit of changing from year to year. So it's much better to go ahead and just go ahead and subscribe to me right now so I can continue to update you and hit the like button so I can make sure that I know that you like this video. If you need any help with any of these deductions or if you have any tax questions or concerns, then feel free to get in touch with my office by clicking on the link below. We can create a custom tax plan for you that will help you optimize your tax savings. We can also just answer tax questions for you and help you file your returns. So, Whatever you need with your tax needs, we are here for you. In the meantime, also be sure to check out Tax Alchemy, the program. You can find a link to the course in the description below this video. In this course, I present many of the top tax strategies used by the wealthiest individuals in the country to minimize their tax obligations. And you can copy the same strategies that they're using. So if you want to learn the same secrets that the wealthy use to save as much as money as possible on your taxes feel free to click on the link below to my course. As always, if you like the video, don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, share. I will see you guys over in the next video. Thank you so much. Talk to you soon.